Pigeons 420. Mr. Grow It. And Rob from Cannabis Lifestyle TV. From the Stash Podcast. We are here from the podcast. It's your boy Rob from Cannabis Lifestyle TV. Chris, a.k.a. Mr. Grow It and Pigeons 420. Welcome back, fellas. You said from the podcast. From the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> here we are, from the podcast. <laughs> you guys know what it is. It's the podcast. From the <laughs> stash. I'm pretty sure you said that. Obviously, we are, we are enjoying the medication. Things are going very well. <laughs> Obviously, it's been a long day. It feels like it's already like 6 or 7 o'clock at night. Afternoon here, candidly, for people who are listening or just tuning in. Usually drop them around this time, weirdly enough. Not the same day, but yeah. So, you know, well, we will get our shit together. Uh, this episode is sponsored actually by Great White. Big shout out to them. Premium Microbes. And it's not just Great White. It's Plant Revolution. Now, these guys overall, for the longest time, I had no idea that they had more products than Great White. And once I was hip to it, oh my gosh. Myco Chum, game changer for me. New product coming out, King Crab in January. Going to be a big game changer to a lot of growers. And for the DWC growers who are sick of having the granular stuff sitting on the bottom, Orca. Huge difference using Orca. That's basically their liquid Great White. So big shout out to them for sponsoring this episode. You can check it out. Link will be pinned to the comments. Um, Spotify, I guess you're just going to have to figure it out. But yeah. Great stuff. Thanks, Great White. Appreciate you. Yeah, I use Great White. Stuff's freaking great. Yeah, I literally <laughs> used it this morning. So shout out to them. So speaking of, you know, this morning, that's kind of how my routine goes. Different gardens, uh, different areas. I'm maintaining multiple now. So how I go about my routine is a little different. And that's going to be today's subject is the grow routine. Not everybody has the same process. Not everybody has the same growth. So how they go about it is definitely going to vary. And I know each of us having a different system really can be beneficial for other people to see. But at the same time, everybody's going to be different. So just keep that in mind as you're listening or watching that. Pull some nuggets out of it, but just know what works for us may not necessarily work for you. It just depends on how you're growing, your climate, your space, and everything. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is everybody's, everybody's routine is going to be a little bit different. Uh, it's going to involve a little bit more time, less time. I found when uh, things were, or at least when I was at the very beginning of my gardening career, my routine was oh, this long when it came to the list of things that I needed to do. But now it has really gotten much shorter and a lot more streamlined. And I've allowed it to kind of function with my daily life personally my routine starts first thing in the morning so it's kind of just a way to wake up start the day and away i go and get going yeah um you know mine starts at about 6 p.m is when my lights uh, come on so i run my lights uh, at nighttime 6 p.m uh, 6 a.m you know if it's a 12 hour or i run all the way to noon if it's uh, beyond that so I wake up, get my day going, you know, do what I got to do at work. And then towards the end of the day is when I'm actually popping into the garden for the first time. So there's one difference right there. <laughs> right yeah. there, right off the bat. What about you, Rob? See, now having two different gardens to maintain, I had to set it up so that way they didn't overlap. My main personal garden over here, same scenario, actually, six o'clock comes on, 12, 12, you know, six o'clock in the morning, it's off. So usually I don't get started in here until the evening, usually before the live streams on Cannabis Lifestyle. Try to make sure I get everything buttoned up, get a little B-roll for the update and stuff. But it's not as wild here, we'll say, because I've been doing the same growth for about 10 years, the same setup. You know, the tent has only been in for about six years, five years, roughly. So I've got it, the process down more. But then the other grow, larger space, completely organic run, it's 
totally revamped from what it used to be. That's where I started growing initially, but we had a totally different run. That was the HBSs, gigantic pots, fucking not necessarily cash cropping, we'll say, but it wasn't thinking about the quality like I am now. So it's really uh, the difference in how I go about it. I made sure that my light's on a different time. My feeding schedule's different. I'm not having to feed bottled nutrients. I'm just watering. So the time spent in each garden is a little different. They're broken apart. Well, more is going to be spent in the garden that actually is more hands-off because it's a larger garden. There's less work that needs to be done while I'm there, per se. That that makes sense. That makes sense. I, Yeah, right off the bat, our routines are vastly different. I, I, I started doing my routines first thing in the morning because that's as a family man um i've got my i've got my 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 son to take care of in the morning and then i gotta go to work and once i get home from work i don't have a whole lot of alone time per se and garden time for me it takes about an hour and a half hour to an hour and a half sometimes and i couldn't find that time at night so i had to make that time first thing in the morning and Routine for me, get up out of bed, shower, take care of the child, get him out of the house, get him off to send off to school, then straight downstairs in the garden. Um, I will, you really appreciate gardening glasses and I stress wearing glasses in your garden like incredibly because first thing in the morning, your eyes are not ready oh, yeah. for your lights. And it will, it'll, it'll, it'll give you headaches right away, actually, if you're not careful. So garden glasses, straight to the glasses, throw them on. It's into the garden, hands-on. Typically, I'm taking the plants out, getting them out at the watering hole, and then I'm going over, you know, I, I like to get hands-on, whether they're in veg or flower. That would determine the kind of, say, processes that are going to take place on each plant or at any given time. You know, I'm less um hands-on say mid to late flower than i am from seed to up to that point you know um, veg i'm hands-on almost every single day trying to make sure i'm bending getting good solid support within stems but you're in the garden every day uh at least for an hour and a half it's one time and uh first thing in the morning uh hashtag naked gardening <laughs> yeah yeah you know so do you keep a strict schedule then do you like follow something based on an actual calendar that you map out. Like for me, I know I usually have a Monday, Wednesday, Friday at the organic grow and it's every single time goes off on my phone. I've got the alarm. Like I know I'm going there. It's always set as my routine. And even if I don't have a whole lot to do, I'm still going there and checking on things. I'm in there, but it's because it's, it's more of a remote garden. I'm not in there. It's not in my space. So having to be able to travel to get to it every time, I literally need to mark it in the calendar. It's not like I'm just going to the basement and be like, all right, so ladies, all right. See ya. Mm -hmm. So do you follow a strict kind of schedule then? I do. Uh, well, not necessarily. So when the lights turn on, I do have a, a reminder on my phone, right? The calendar alert will go off. And so I'll either go in there if I, if I can, or there's nights like Thursdays, for example, football's on at that time. So maybe I'll do it at halftime instead. Uh, but I always kind of keep in mind before the lights come on, like what I need to do, whether I need to do some training that day, or if I'm going to need to water, um, you know, like pigeons had mentioned earlier. Uh, it seems like when I first started growing, I was in there a lot longer than I am now. Um, I got things a lot more automated now. I can see, you know, the temperature and humidity on my phone now with the sensor push app. So a lot of the things uh, I don't even need to be in the garden, um, you know, for, for that portion at least. Um, yeah, I lost my train of thought. No, I was <laughs> just good. No, that you're means okay. the weed That's... is working. 
I would say that when I forget, I'm like, you know what? That means that this is better than I thought. That's right. This Where'd is worth it good. From the stash. <laughs> from the stash, baby. I, no, uh, but dude, I, I, I have a comparable set of that. I love that you got into the working around your sport. I yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to. You have to because what you have sport. Uh, I, I have, don't get me wrong. If you're not going to catch e-sport. me doing much out else, out sure, if you will. I hate the fact that it's called esports, <laughs> but no, I'm not an esports guy. Um, I, I'm a hockey guy. So unless it's playoff hockey, you're not going to get distraction. But that's why, that was one of the reasons why first thing in the morning works really well for me because there is no distraction. It's before everything, it's before I go outside, it's before I get dirty, it's before anything. First thing in the morning, uh, it, you'll go downstairs and then work my way in. Uh, now, I, to carry on um, from from your point, Chris, it's uh, is it a strict schedule? Yes, in terms of it, when it, when things get done, you know, every day that schedule is very strict. When lights come on, I'm a strong believer that that's when they need their first drink. You know, when I get up in the morning, I need a drink. I, the first thing I need is some water, get my vein or get my myself flushed out, get my system going. And I, and I believe plants are in the same way. They as soon as they wake up and you've all, you all see it, you'll watch those time lapses of the plants doing this as they, they you know, they're really happy during the day and then they fall asleep at night and then they want to wake up. Well, they need that moisture in their leaves and in their, in their stems to really keep that healthy system continuing. And so first thing in the morning, it's a drink. It's, it's either, typically it's either a water or a feed. Uh, now I'm not typically watering or feeding every day. Uh, it's typically every other day. So it'd be a water, for example, on Monday, I would water. I'd go down there. I would take a good look in there. I'm very vigilant for bugs. I'm very vigilant for deficiencies. I'm very vigilant for really anything at all. And that's, and that goes for not just on your plants. Your plants are a prime focus of your attention, but through stupidity and my own experiences, I have fried so many electrical cables. I have, uh, uh, I've overheated plants. I've had heaters cut out. I've had timers quit working. I've had, you know, I've had it all happen. I've had my, my, my hot water tank flood and I had water everywhere. So in my basement, so it's like you're in there for more things than just the plant. Um, you want to make sure that you're checking the environment. Get your hands on your thermometer. Pick it up. Move the thermometer. Is it hanging in the same spot? Does it hang in the same spot day in, day out, week in, week out, month in, month out? Move it. Move it. Take it out of the middle of the room. Put it in the corner of the room. You know, take it from the corner. Put it on the other side of the room. Just let and let it hang for twenty four hours. Check that out. What about the the, the dust on top of your ducts? You know, um, that stuff collects. You know, you want to wipe that stuff down. And there's always something that can be done in the garden. And, and it, it doesn't always have to be plants on. So it's every day. It's very scheduled, but it's, it, it's, it's, it, it, it's yeah, it, it's every day, but it's not necessarily the plant as a prime focus for sure. Oh, dude, for sure. I mean, prime example is just last week, you know, on my day off of going to the garden, the fan dies, the inline fan dies. It's one I've had for 13 years. So big shout out to Hydrofarm. Oh. I was it lasted say, you a get long from? time. Hydrofarm did the damn thing. That's cool, man. man. Eight That's inch cool. inline That's fan, cool. louder than a freaking v8 just she's working babe she's working yeah when it quits working yeah when you can't hear it anymore that's what it was and my dad messaged me he's like man it's pretty quiet downstairs i'm like yeah i haven't been there and i'll be there tomorrow he's like no i mean like normally it's rumbling and there's sounds like freaking got a airplane (laughs) or something i was like oh shit 
What? Inline's dead. Ran over there, and immediately I see him like, oh, no. Now I replaced that with AC Infinity. Two of them, actually, and just way better in general. Way better. Have those connected to the my... new things? Yeah, the new AC technology, Infinity? man. They look wonderful. They're beautiful. They look... I, I was doing some reviews, and wow. They're awesome. They don't have they one got, yet? I, I don't. No, I oh, have not. I'm still one. using... I'm still... I like, got you talked 13 years. Mr. I'm using talked about it on his channel. I was like... Oh, benefit. Oh, 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 no shit. Mm. I would have a smart device that does that. I could just have this. Why would I not? You know, I'm going to. I'm so behind. Well, I thought me, there I was a time where I thought well. I was ahead. There, you know, it's so funny how the curves go. You know, like we've been doing this for so long. I say that I've been doing professionally. I'd say it's been about 10, 10, seven, seven years. I'd say seven years I've been doing this, like not professionally, but paying more attention than, than scrambling. Yeah. And, and it's like, I felt there was a moment where I was like catching up and then I felt like I was there. And then I feel like, Oh, I've gotten so far behind, so far behind on the game. You guys and your, your apps, like I'm almost as old as you. And I'm just like you kids and your apps and your, what the hell's going on? You whippersnappers gadgets. God damn. Being hip with it, man. A lot of these companies will reach out and I'm skeptical initially. And then it's, it's kind of like uh, I see social proof and I've been the Guinea pig in a lot of scenarios where like, I'll try it out. Send it to me. Like the new grow hub. I'm the only one that I know who's got it. I mean, I feel like other people talk to the people, but I'm the only one who has it. So I'm literally testing it out on my garden. Hopefully it works. Hopefully I don't have any issues so far. So good. Very good. It, I wouldn't have known about that had the company not reached out. Well, that's the joys of watching up. someone else on the internet is that I get to watch you do it. And then I can be like, all right, there you I'm going to do it too. I yeah. might implement. You know, and so Why that's not? where with technology, I use a lot of technology that's not cannabis specific. So for my routine, I use things like Evernote to, to jot things down. I know like right now I'm pheno hunting. So I've got like, it feels like 30 strains. Really, it's about 10 different strains. But within those strains, the various phenotypes, they're newer hybrids. So I know that if I don't document some of this stuff this round, I could fuck around and lose the good pheno. And I've done that before. I shouldn't have popped so many at once. But how I'm organizing this is different where I've got I use either at one point I was using Trello and Evernote. They're both like note taking apps that you can get. They're both free to use or they have a premium version. Um, you have them on your phone. It's nice where you can, if you're working with some another gardener or someone else where you want to be able to relay these messages to, you can tag them within things and be like, hey, gardener two, I noticed that this one that we thought we were going to keep, it's having some more deficiencies compared to the other ones that are going really well. Maybe we should keep a note on this that we might, might not want to keep this finicky one, but after we smoke it, then all of a sudden a new note's added, and I'm saying, whoa, let's move this to the keeper section because this is definitely that one I want to keep. You know, so it's like depending on how someone's growing, if they want to get more organized with it, there's a lot of different technology that you can use that isn't for the garden specifically, but you can use it for your garden. For sure. Yeah, for sure. I, I use uh, I use Google Sheets. I used to old school write it down, you know, in a notebook. That's fine. That's, you know, for everybody does that, right? There's a lot of people that still do it. There's, there's nothing wrong with, with tracking it that way. Uh, but I've been using Google Sheets now, which um, is just a basic spreadsheet, kind of like Microsoft Excel. And uh, I basically line up the date on one of the columns, the first column, then up top row, there is the strains. And then also um, next to each um, strain, there is a, a column for the day, what day it's on. And I use that to track everything. Um, every time I'm feeding, uh, I put down what I'm feeding, what the uh, PPM was, what the uh, pH was, 
if I'm using, uh, you know, synthetic bottled nutrients, for example, uh, but that's been extremely helpful. And that's one of the first things I check, you know, in my routine is just looking at that spreadsheet and seeing, okay, it's been three days since the last watering. Let me, you know, double check another indicator to see, does this plant that's in soil need water? Um, I also have a roommate who helps me with my grow and you can share that sheet so he can look up and see exactly where the plants are too. So it's been extremely helpful on that avenue. So for tracking, that that's primarily what I use is, is Google Sheets and just jot down day by day what I'm doing for each plant. And I'll mark down not only the feeding, I'll mark down when I transplant, um, just to kind of have that there. So I can look back at the historical data and say, hmm, you know, if something goes wrong, I can kind of look back at these notes and say, could this have been a contributing factor? What did I do on this day? I also mark out when I change up my reservoir because I'm using the autopot system now. So uh, every uh, week to two weeks, I'm just using plain water so I can get away with, with every two weeks changing up my res. But I'll mark that down on there too. So the uh, main spreadsheet I use is, is Google Sheets and it's been uh, very helpful as far as tracking what I'm doing in the garden. Do you have Google Sheets on your or Google Sheets on your phone? Oh yeah. Or is it all on your computer? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. It's okay. Phone and uh, computer, so I can do either nice. or. I, nice. I'm still yeah. I'm still old school. I write it all on a calendar, and I, I my wife brings me every year one of those account. She has a calendar from work. The slots are never big enough. It's only about yay big. You can get to write in there. So I've, everything's abbreviated. If you were to ever open up my calendar and try to make sense. <laughs> Of what you would never get it. It's like an old, like Roman language. Like there's no, nothing, you wouldn't be able to figure it out. It's That's all abbreviated. Talk. It's yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, it's a, it's a language all on its own. And uh, I, I've, you said it. You know, I can often figure out what's going to be done in a particular day just by opening up my calendar. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. I did this, this, and this Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I know I'm doing this, this, and this today, and there's no doubt about it because it's just that day you know it's water day it's a feed day it's it's just routine and you start to really figure out your your plants will speak to you you know they they are going to be the ones that dictate your routine with them especially when it comes to feeding and training they're 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 going to be the ones that tell you like for example right now i'm i'm very late in flower uh, all three of my strains are uh coming into week nine early week nine and they're not they're not drinking anything at this point they're they're like i i was doing a a, a moisturizing if you will because it's not always a water it's not always a feed every two days on that second second day it was it was one or the other now they're going about three and a half days four before they need any kind of attention but uh but yeah you said it often it's with that that calendar it's like keeping keeping note is is imperative because as much as you're going to tell yourself, okay, I fed last week. It's a water or I fed last day. It's going to be a water this time. I'm going to remember that. You're not going to remember. You're not going to remember. And you're not going to remember what week of nutrients you fed last week. You're not going to remember what your parts per million were, you know, and what you're going in. You're not going to remember this stuff. And if you're trying to, in my opinion, you're not, you're not working for yourself. You're working against yourself. You need to document this stuff though, so you can focus on those other things. The moment that you come down to your, if you're not thinking, and the moment you go, did I, f you're, you lost time. You're losing time. Time that you could either be outside of your garden because you're going to get like the, rom the romantic or the, the, um, oh, the, there's a word I'm looking for. There, there's, there's a, the, or that drives it home. The honeymoon stage. 
you know, um, it, it's 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 there. Like it's 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 gonna wear out. We all loved going into our gardens. I remember when I first got my bottled nutrients. I couldn't wait to feed, man. Oh, I couldn't wait to mix those nutrients, put them in the bottle, feed the plant. Couldn't wait, couldn't wait. And that's why my routine got so high because you know it's like yes, the the idea of getting in there and 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 oh, that that excitement dies. It dies down, and you want to be able to try to find those other passions and those other desires and those other, those other motivators that are in your garden, you know, taking a time to just enjoy the smells or enjoy the sights. That's far more exciting to me than labor and thinking about all the things that I should have written down before, you know? So documenting is imperative. That was a rant. And and it's it's not just helpful for, it's not just helpful for looking back. Right. So it's definitely helpful to look back and see what you've done. It's also helpful to look forward. Right. So when I'm looking at my Google sheets, for example, um, you know, I'm keeping in mind, you know, day 21 of flower, for example, is typically when I, I I think that uh, for most phenos stretching is basically done at that point. Maybe that's a day that I do training and I look to see, okay, that's a week from now. Okay. That's going to be next Tuesday. I want to mark that on that calendar. You know what I mean? Because I have another calendar for, for personal things I do, but just kind of keeping in mind for the future that, okay, next uh, next week I'm going to have to top dress uh, on this day. Oh, this day I'm actually supposed to be hanging out with my girlfriend. So Saturday's going to be, you know what I mean? So it's like just looking Saturday, ahead as well. It's super helpful. <laughs> That's a great point. That's a great point. Yeah, it is. Because we all know what tr- in a transplant day or, or, you know, we all know that day, that day where the, it's going to take a couple hours more than a lot longer. Than, yep. Yep. There's always that day. And that's a great point. You know, it's coming, babe. Yeah. We're not going out tonight. You know, you well, got to give me a hand or harvest. I was Fuck. just going to say, harvest, well, day, harvest yeah. time's coming yeah, in. And that's, Jesus. You got to block out almost a week of time, depending on how many mm-hmm. plants you're pulling. And if you got people you need to call in, you're like, well, shit, I'm going to hit you up in about three weeks, bud. So I'm going to mark your calendar. Like you, you think a little bit differently in that sense when you're planning things, especially if you're running a perpetual grow, you know, myself with having multiple grows, they're also perpetual. There's a veg area, cloning seedling area and also the flowering spot and an area to dry and so to organize all that but to organize your time with those things that's difficult sometimes too because it's like all right well i'm feeding the babies at this stage this amount at this time i'm feeding the teens at this time you know taking care of business then and then you maybe have mother plants even you're dealing with if you were pheno hunting or doing anything like that how do you how do you guys at least go about maintaining that routine when you're throwing all those variables in the mix? If you do a perpetual, I know we've talked about it, so may have already answered that. <laughs> I, I personally don't do a perpetual. Um, so for, for me, you know, I walk in my grow room, I have a, um, for those that don't know, I think it's a 10 foot by 12 foot room and I have two grow tents in it. One is a two by four, one is a four by four, one for uh, veg and one for flower. Now, depending on how many plants I have in each stage, um, I could have the four by four might be veg for a while, but then, um, you know, I might switch it to flower, you know, so I, I kind of flip flop on that Avenue, but I don't, I don't really consider myself doing a perpetual grow. And I also don't hold mother plants. Um, I know that you kind of touched on that. Uh, I usually just grow everything from seed. I've done cloning before and, you know, cloning is good, but I just, I don't grow year round. Sometimes I take like a month or two off. So, um, I, I couldn't imagine what time off even feels like, <laughs> yeah. like, I, and I don't it's even nice. mean, like I, it is, it sometimes. isn't no. is it? <laughs> yeah. like, I'm just like, I'm just like, I, I have not stopped growing in my house for the last nine years, nine years, seven years. It, like it has been nonstop plant after I like, don't get me wrong. I might've like stopped for a week to clean yeah, or something. Like restart, but, but it's not like you took yeah, a, a but I, off. 
I have never, ever stopped. So that means in, in that time frame, I have been unable to... No, okay, that's unrealistic. I would say, I would say I've been more so perpetual for like the last five years, six years. That would be, I think, more realistic. So it's like for the last five to six years, I have not been able to go anywhere where I can't... Any extended period of time where I can't have somebody come and look in the house and take care of the garden. I don't have people like that. You know, I have in-laws, but typically either they are either with me or they're doing something as well. So it's like, I I wouldn't be able to do that. So I would have to just hope... You know, that one heavy moisture, you know, would do me justice that wouldn't they wouldn't be dead by the time I get back. Um, but but the idea of, of you know, never stopping, you know, um, I, it's just not even it's just not even it, it's not even it's foreign to me. Yeah. It's foreign to me. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know what to do if I didn't have garden chores every morning. Well, how do you, you tackle you, multiple different stages then so like in your well that's just it i was i was just saying it's like it's more than just the veg room the flower room whether or not you're you've got a mother plant whether or not you are in training whether you're harvesting you're also you're also drying you're also curing you're also burping you're also you know there's so many other elements and then like like molding weed to me is also like another it's second language you know, I'm really good at it. I'm really good at it because there are so many variables in the equation. And then I've, part, you know, you put, put on more than I can chew. And the evolution of me doing this all on YouTube is that people have taken this journey with me. You know, we've done this all. I've learned everything in front. I feel like the Truman Show. I've, I've learned everything in front of the camera. So we've done this all together. We've, t- we've tackled too much. We've tackled not enough. We've molded everything. We've had harvests of males. We've had buds or uh, bugs. And, you know, so it's like we've done this roller coaster. So it's, you know, uh, it, it's just a matter of ironing out your routine. Routine isn't like it, it's crucial because forget about everything that we talked about. I have a wife. I have a son, I have a community and a country to serve, right? So it's like, I, I have to make time for that as well. And it's, you know, it's, a, it's, it's very important to me that gardening doesn't take up more than that hour and a half in a day. So, you know, don't bite off more than I can chew. That's what I learned real early on. Because like, as I said, you, your, your routine list becomes like this because you've got way too many plants, you're doing way too many things, and you know, you've just taken off way more than you can chew. Not to mention you're in the garden more than once because that romantic that feeling of just excitement of being a gardener is, is really high. And you want to get in the garden and you want to be there, you want to touch them, you want to watch them grow. Yeah. But the reality is is you don't because they do they don't do much while you're standing there. But yeah, so it's like that time narrows down, and it it for me it's crucial that it does not exceed that hour and a half in a day, unless it's that scheduled time that I looked and I saw for when I said shit we're harvesting today. I was just gonna say unless it's like transplant day, you know, harvest day, things like that. And so, but it, it's smart, you know, to approach things in that sense. I think specifically how I deal with the multiple spaces in my routine is like my feeding day is my feeding day, my training day is my training day, my transplant day is my transplant day. It doesn't matter where you're at. If I have to do it in that stage, it's going to all be done for the most part all at that time. So obviously you're not going to be transplanting in flowers. So transplanting days only for the babies and some teenage plants, maybe, depending on what I'm doing. Rarely at that point am I, usually just the young plants. But when my mother plants, you know, I don't, right now I'm dealing with mother plants because I'm keeping phenos around as I'm pheno hunting. 
I usually don't keep a, a long-term mother plant around. I'll do them for stages of like six months to a year, flower it out, take that clone, make another mother out of it. And some people say, oh, don't do that. Da, 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 da. 13 years I've been growing, been doing it that long. If I'm happy with it, I'm happy with it. Don't care what anyone has to say. <laughs> That's what I don't, it boils I don't down see what, to. I, yeah, I don't see you, what would be wrong with that. And you're not breeding with it either, right? So. Nope. Nope. Not a, not a breeder. That's the thing. I always tell people, like, I'm just a great adoptive parent. I raise other people's kids very well because I didn't breed <laughs> these strains. I just happened right. to grow them. I found a good one, yeah. and I'm like, let's keep this, and let's, let's grow what's around. What's wrong with that? Yeah, what's wrong with that? If you have a good, clean, healthy environment, like, when, when you just apply science, which I'm not very good at, uh, to the equation, like, you should still have the same genetic, like, if your environment is clean and sterile, every clone you take from that mother should be the exact genetic code. Yeah. Right. I mean, you think so you're not, what do you mean for me? That that's why would, would you not for me? But some people will say over time, a strain will degrade. <clears throat> It'll get less. No, of the I, I, I disagree with like, that. So that I've means never really so seen you're, it. So you're telling, if that's a genetic, th so you're telling me that I've degraded compared to my ancestors. No, because you've been bred more and more. You weren't cloned a ton of times and then recloned and then a clone taken right. from that clone. So it's not but like new fresh genetics being bred. You would assume, so if, if you were, to, I just, in my head, if you would do this in a vacuum, okay, no other variables. If you're taking a clone from a plant and, and growing it, it's that exact same plant. Yeah, that, but that then if you take that clone degrade. and then you grow that up clone, and then clone you clone, clone that clone, one and grow that, clone, that's the argument clone. a lot of people have. So, right. you know, I, may I don't, do I, I don't buy day, that argument. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it personally. And if it is, there's tiny, tiny, tiny things that may go away. Little tiny characteristics well, that I for think me that aren't a big enough deal. You know, it's like if your environment wasn't sterile, well, then, you know, so there's a variable included there that would then make your gene less stable. Or if you, you change know? things up over time, like I know myself. Right, right, right. It, that's often, the variable. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, like, well, yeah, you yeah. can't, it's not complete controlled experiment in that point. So you'd have right. to have the science behind it. I, we can go into that for another episode, but yeah, that'd be a good one. Yeah. yeah my main I don't have enough is, knowledge about the plant botany behind it, but uh, you know, like, like, well, that's the joy of yeah. it. Like you guys were saying, like, you know, if you're, if you're cloning it, I think one of the arguments is if there's any sort of deficiency during that cloning period, right? So you never want to clone when you have a deficiency or whatever, or right. maybe right. the plant is just starting and you're not really noticing it just yet and you clone it, then those genetics are becoming weaker. Maybe yeah. that's what the you're argument is. I'm just kind of speculating clone. there. Yeah. Right, right. And I, that would just be the variable. variable. Yep. Right, right, right. I would just say, let's remove that and say, if we were in a vacuum where there are no other variables, there's nothing. You have a perfect, healthy plant every time, every time. Let's just remove, let's just say it is, right? Cut it, clone it perfectly, grow it perfectly. It should not degrade. It should not degrade. What degrades it? That that would be my argument. Yeah. What degrades it? I, I just, just only think is that people, cloning. yeah, they think that it's like it's uh, tearing away a strand over time and it gets weaker and weaker and weaker and weaker. And it's like, I just don't. That's that's okay. just like a hypothesis that you can. I don't know. You know. Like, I honestly don't know either. There will be yeah, somebody in the comment section that'll there mention will be. something. There will be. Somebody's like, no, here's the science no, no, behind it. You're you all wrong. All idiots. You're all wrong. Rob's and now I'm stupid. Give you Pigeons down. is a lower level. This is dumb. <laughs> like okay all right what? so yeah, yeah drop it in the comments if we don't you know if you got some science band or if you know a guest who actually could let us know drop that knowledge we're not opposed to having you know somebody else on the channel Please That'd link us to credible sources yeah, yeah credible don't just sources talk shit credible sources, sources are nothing Ugh. <laughs> we'll get on that in another another episode oh, man of the the grow myths or the grow taboo the bro science of things because there's a lot out there that's been really right there's tons lately. 
like uh, transplanting autos. Yeah, well, yeah. that's one. Yeah, we'll that's we'll one. save that for or, another, or yeah. training autos. Training autos. That's another one. Anyways, I made a video on that. Actually, that's just, why I was wrong. Yeah. 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 Anyways. Yeah. Anyways. So I think that really um, covers it, man. I, I you know we got to make a little like segment for pigeons, gold nuggets. You dropped like five in this one that were really nice there, and I think uh, oh did oh yeah nice. You may not like Good. your rants are like nuggets. I call them. those are the gold nugs oh, you drop because like it. it's always something where I'm like dude, dude, you hit home. It's like you summarize this whole episode. We could have had a five minute episode with just you breaking it down. Oh God! Here I thought I was too high. No, I I see, high. every time Chris would be like, "I don't know if I was great that episode." I'm like, "Dude, what? This was the best God, fucking episode." We've been, ki- guys, we've been killing you guys. You, we've been killing these episodes. I do. I'm I, loving I, I watched it. I thought I thought you guys did a great job, and the comments have been generally positive. So I, you know what? I great job. Great job Appreciate, with the two yeah, of you. Everyone. Three of us. Great job, guys. Pat on the back. You know, yeah, POB, boys. If you guys P-O-B. like this, you know, the, the grown music people who are listening or watching, make sure you subscribe. You download the podcast. You go to watchcltv.com and subscribe there. We're going to continuously be putting these out every single week. Might be doing them more often. And keep an eye out for the uh, after-party Twitch live streams. You know, you can oh, join the stash. TV slash from the stash podcast. It's a reality now. What? what? That'll be fun. Here we go. Here we go. Who would have thought the three of us would be causing so much trouble? It's a ruckus. It's like Rampage. We're here. (laughs) With that being said, you know, this is Rob from Cannabis Lifestyle TV. Chris, a.k.a. Mr. Grow It, Pigeons 420. We'll see you all next week.